So this is the 40th day of Easter. Well, actually, it's the 40, 43rd day of Easter. The 40th day of Easter passed by on Thursday, May 30th. And it probably came and went for you, much as it did for me, without any noticeable distinction that might set it apart from any other weekday. Most of us probably went about our day on Thursday without any conscious thought about the historical and spiritual meaning of the day. But in fact, last Thursday was Ascension Day. It's a day of great significance in the church. Ascension Day is the 40th day of Easter, marking the day on which our Lord Jesus Christ ascended into heaven to sit at the right hand of God the Father, leaving his disciples in a state of awe as they watched his ascent, as they were standing there on that hill that is called the Mount of Olives outside of Jerusalem. And so, as is our tradition in the church, we celebrate Ascension Day on the Sunday that follows it. We call this Ascension Sunday. Now, you may be more familiar with the Sunday after this, which is Pentecost Sunday. Now, we'll talk a little bit more about Pentecost next week. I hope that everyone will get into the spirit of next Sunday and wear something red. I think you'll see a lot more red in the sanctuary that day. Melody's shaking her head yes. Luke writes about the ascension of Jesus in Acts in the first chapter. Verses 6 through 9 say, So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? And he replied, It's not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. See, with a passage of scripture like that, it's a wonder that the church really pays so little attention to that day in the life of the church. And I don't mean to imply that we ignore it altogether. That's not the case. But rather, we don't spend as much time discussing the great spiritual significance of ascension as we probably should. And we do mention it. We mention it. In the Apostles' Creed, we say, He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. And then occasionally, such as today, we might say the Nicene Creed. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. But my question this morning is, do we really pause for very long at all and talk about the significance of the ascension to our everyday life. 
Now, it occurs to me as we stand here in a Methodist church that it's sometimes a good idea to look at these things from the perspective of a Methodist. And our Methodist roots run deep into Wesleyan theology. That is the study of God from the tradition that began with John and Charles Wesley. And so this morning, I think it's a good idea to look at the ascension from their writings, the writings that helped to form what we now call the United Methodist Church. And so what is the Methodist viewpoint regarding the ascension? Now, historically, John Wesley was careful to include language about Jesus' ascension in the founding documents of the church, the Articles of Religion of the Methodist Church. And if you were to look at the articles, Article 3 states, He, Jesus, ascended into heaven and there sitteth until he return to judge all men at the last day. And Charles Wesley, best known for his hymn writing, wrote several hymns specifically to emphasize the importance of the ascension. One in particular that I find especially powerful is a hymn that John Wesley titled, Hail the Day That Sees Him Rise. If you want to look at it, if you have a hymnal, it's hymn number 312. The hymn begins with a verse that speaks of Jesus' ministry on earth coming to a close as he returns to his rightful place in heaven. Now why is this significance? Well, the verse affirms his divinity, his divine origin, and his retaking his throne and ascending into his full authority. The verse goes, Hail the day that sees him rise to his throne above the sky. Christ, a while to mortals given, reascends his native heaven. <clears throat> Verse 2 continues in this theme of his authority and his kingship, emphasizing that he is in the ascension assuming the reign of his kingdom. This is important for us. See, the work of salvation is finished. And now the governance of the world continues within the will of God the Father. The verse goes, There the glorious triumph waits. Lift your heads, eternal gates. Christ hath conquered death and sin. Take the king of glory in. See, while we acknowledge his kingship and his authority, we have to know that his ascension does not mean that he left us behind. It doesn't mean that he left us all alone. See, from his position at the right hand of God the Father, Jesus reigns supreme over all the earth, over all the heavens, and he works there as our advocate, claiming us as his own, loving us as gifts to him, from God the Father. Did you know you were a present to Jesus from God? Did you know that God loved you so much that he gave you to Jesus? And he did that by giving Jesus to the whole world? 
Look at verse 3. It talks about Jesus' still being in relationship with us. Even as He sits on His throne in heaven, He is still in relationship with you. See the heaven its Lord receives. Yet He loves the earth He leaves. Though returning to His throne, still He calls the world His own. See, Jesus is still Lord of all the earth. Jesus is still our King. He will forever be our Savior. And just as a side note, He will forever keep the marks of His crucifixion as a reminder to all of us that His work on the cross was for our salvation. They're not merely scars and wounds, but marks of honor and glory. If you look at Isaiah 53 verse 5 in the Old Testament, Isaiah says, But He was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. Upon Him was the punishment that made us whole. And by His bruises we are healed. Now with that still ringing in your ears, the final verse of Wesley's hymn reminds us that we as the church have an eternal appointment. An eternal appointment after we fulfill our mission and ministry here on earth and that by our confession of faith in Him as Lord and Savior, we are blessed. See, the verse says, See, He lifts His hands above. See, He shows the Prince of love. Hark, His gracious lips bestow blessings on His church below. And so Jesus reigns from His throne in heaven. And we can rejoice that He is there as our advocate. I like to say that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father and He leans over into the Father's ear and whispers words of love and affirmation for you and for me into the Father's ear. Saying, Father, these are my people. This is one of mine. Grant them faith. Grant them peace. Grant them healing. Grant him all the benefits of being mine. And so we can depend on his continued involvement and relationship with us in very real and tangible ways through the power of the Holy Spirit who he sent. The Holy Spirit is sent by the Father and the Son. And we can be assured that our belief on Him means that one day we will be there in heaven with Him to live with Him forever. And one final thought before I close the message this morning. Once the ministry of Jesus on earth was complete... Once the work on the cross and in the grave was finished, the ascension was necessary. 
Jesus had to ascend to the Father so that the Holy Spirit could come and dwell not just with, but in believers. Jesus had to ascend so that the Holy Spirit could come on the day of Pentecost, which we will celebrate next Sunday. Jesus had to ascend so that the rest of the unsaved world would have the opportunity to receive the gospel through the ongoing mission and ministry of the church, which is you, the ministers of the faith. He ascended so that you as the church, the body of Christ in motion in the world, can go out into the world and tell people about the saving grace of Jesus Christ. So that the whole world, starting with this community, might join the family of God and not perish into the eternal separation from God that we call hell. And so this ongoing missional work of the ministers of the faith, that's you, is what we are all about. It's If we read the rest of the passage from Acts, Luke writes, when he had said this as they were watching, he was lifted up and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. And they said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. See, we can stand here looking at the ascension for a while which is what we're doing now. But when all is said and done, we need to bring our vision back down to earth and get on with the mission of the church, which is to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. And we're reminded that we need to have a sense of urgency in our mission because He is coming back. And we want as many as possible to be ready. We want as many as possible to be saved. And so as you minister to this community, you really never know what an impact you might have for the kingdom. Sometimes we just don't know. But we have to be faithful to the mission because one thing is a certain, a obedience to the missional mindset, the missio dei, you've heard me say that before, which is the sending of God. When God sends you out, it produces fruit and saves people. And so this day, Ascension Sunday, is important that the Holy Spirit could come. That the church might be born that souls might be saved, and that the world might be transformed. With the power of the Holy Spirit dwelling in each of you, you are now fully empowered and authorized. You have full authority, the full authority of Jesus Christ to go out into this community and tell people about Jesus. 
You have been sent. Are you moving yet? In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.